helping you achieve freedom and independence. This is The Phil Kennedy Show, where you learn how to take control of your financial future. Now, listening, guiding, and injecting hope, America's money coach, Phil Kennedy. What's happening, everyone? Live from the Washington, D.C. area. Good to see you again on another Saturday evening, checking back in. We're about to go on vacation here in the Kennedy family, so I wanted to make sure that I got an episode in. Before we hit the road, we are driving. Pray for me, folks. We are driving to Florida. We're going to leave bright and early tomorrow morning, and the trip is going to take at least 13 hours, probably more like 15 or 16. We're going down with a nine-year-old and a soon-to-be seven-year-old. And that's really the reason we're driving all this way is we're going down to an area south of Orlando so that we can take the soon-to-be seven-year-old to Legoland. And it's a little concerning from my perspective because when you do these trips, you wonder in advance, like, is this really going to be worth it? Or am I going to pay a serious price for the mere fact that uh, these kids aren't good in the car? So I'll let everyone know when I get back how things went. But that's the plan. We're going to Florida. We are not flying. We're driving. Uh, not because we're worried about COVID or anything like that, but we just didn't really plan in advance for this trip. So we didn't buy plane tickets early enough to where they would have been affordable. So we're going to take the family minivan. We got it all tuned up yesterday. Spent about 300 bucks on that. Just different things. Battery, rotating the tires, and I had to get an inspection and a couple other things. And uh, while I was in the shop and I'm sitting there, you know, laying out the cash, I'm thinking to myself, what was it like even 150 years ago when you had to lay out money for your transportation? And did it feel the same? Did it hurt as badly? I, I think we're pretty lucky to be able to lay out money for these modern conveniences and have it be relatively affordable. Uh, you know, I wanted the car ready to go for this. I think it's going to be like 1500 miles when it's all said and done. So making sure that the tires were rotated and that the oil change had been done and all these different things, uh, 300 bucks in the whole scheme of things seems like a bargain for me. Well, don't forget to smash the likes. Don't forget to uh, get your questions in. Give us a thumbs up. I'm looking forward to seeing the comments. I've got, the phone lines soon to be opened here. You know the number, 571-520-PHIL. Get your calls in soon. That's 571-520-PHIL. In fact, you know what? I didn't have to, uh, I didn't open the call lines yet, so we'll probably have to do that after the break. In the meantime, I'll take your questions on the live chat and we'll get things started. Uh, the topic of this episode is scams frauds and swindles they are all over the place and there are plenty of people out there will willing rather to steal your nest egg and that's what i really want to protect folks from is the kinds of things that tend to happen later in life when one is not as tuned in to how the world works. And we've seen this all the time. You know, you hear about the Nigerian prince letter or something along those lines. And somebody swears up and down that they're going to get 
a million dollars if they just send 10,000 to Nigeria. And that scam has been around so long that we all understand it and know it for what it is. But the fraudsters are getting more sophisticated. And that's where these new scams come in. And that's what I want to talk about today. Uh, first, I got to figure out what's going on with my laptop. Uh, otherwise, I won't be able to bring it in. Um, we have evidence that the scams are not only getting more sophisticated, but in terms of internet fraud, things are getting even more uh, sophisticated. And the, 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 the rate at which the scams come in are happening even more rapidly. Uh, this article coming from, let's see here, ZDNet. I'm not exactly sure what that is, but I'm sure they're a semi-reputable outlet. FBI receives record level of complaints for online scams, investment fraud. Victims are set to lose the most when they fall for romance scams and business email compromise. For those who aren't familiar with what that is, let's go over it. The FBI says that complaints concerning online scams and investment fraud have now reached a record breaking level. The FBI's Internet Crime Complaint Center received its six millionth complaint on May 15, 2021, while it took close to seven years for the IC3 to register its first 1 million reports, it took only 14 months to add the latest million to the file. According to the U.S. agency, annual complaint volumes increased by close to 70% between 2019 and 2020. The most common crimes reported were phishing scams, schemes relating to non-payment or non-delivery and extortion attempts. The coronavirus pandemic paved the way for new kinds of scams over 2020, many of which centered around fake vaccination appointment requests. Online delivery notifications, a popular phishing method made even more so due to stay-at-home orders and spam sent under the names of agencies such as the WHO. IC3 says the most money is lost through three forms of online scams, business email compromise, usually crafted through social engineering and phishing, target businesses and attempt to dupe employees into paying for non-existent services, thereby transferring money belonging to a business into an account controlled by cyber criminals. This is a pretty popular scam nowadays. You'd think, you know, why would somebody go to all the trouble of trying to convince someone in a corporation to send money potentially to another country so that they could then pick it up there and then quickly close the account. It is a lot of work and it's not necessarily going to work. It's, it's pure speculation on their end. But the reason that they're able and willing to do it is because when it does finally work, they end up bringing in more income than they ever would if they picked up a regular day job. So it's worth it. Once they've hacked an email account, it's worth it to jump through all these hoops, social engineer the employee, figure out how they are embedded within the company. Who do they communicate with? What's a normal communication? How would I then induce this person to make a wire transfer to an account that might seem suspicious to a person who was understanding of this type of thing, but to an average person, they see nothing wrong with the transaction. They go ahead and make it an interesting thing and in development. People are willing to stoop 
to nearly anything to make things like this happen. We got DB tuning in. He said he watched a Ponzi scheme play out about 10 years ago, roped in most of a warehouse crew at a lumber yard and customers. First few made a ton, rest of people lost 10x, ruined a lot of friendships and business relationships. Very interesting, DB. Thanks for sharing that. You know, I think one of the topics that is not covered enough in finance is the devastating emotions that one faces either from being defrauded or from making a bad investment decision and then beating themselves up over that decision for years to come. So one of the things I wanted to talk about this evening, and this is a topic that we don't get into much in financial coaching or becoming debt-free, things like that, but this area of mental health. And I know in the past, maybe in the, when the boomers were younger, it was not considered normal discussion to bring this thing up, especially in a routine conversation. But nowadays, I think it's gaining more acceptance, and that's especially a good thing, especially when you look at the 20-year war that the United States has been in. And you hear this time and time again where we lose 22 veterans a day due to suicide. And the fact that these folks are not getting the mental health assistance that they need is just a travesty. And so we're now gaining a greater appreciation for how much this is needed. And so it behooves though those in the personal finance community to also embrace this philosophy. And there are now places where people can go to get assistance. One of them uh, I've got here is called betterhelp.com and you can get online therapy over there. You just fill out a little survey about yourself and you can literally get started tonight and it's very affordable. And uh, I, I learned about this through one of Dave Ramsey's personalities, a guy named John Deloney. If you use his last name Deloney, you get 10% off when you sign up. So something to consider for those who have been dealing with just some kind of financial grief. And I think that anyone in the Bitcoin community who recently bought for the first time is probably experiencing some grief like that. I talked about this on the show several episodes ago. I guess it was probably back in late April, early May. We had some callers who were calling in, getting really excited. I said, look, I need to be straight with you. My show is a contrarian indicator about cryptocurrency. The next time people get excited to call in to Kennedy Financial and talk about their mad crypto gains, it will again be a sign that we're getting very toppy. So, uh, you know, not just crypto, but uh, folks who've tried to short the market over the last five years, they've been completely wrecked. There's another website I want to pass along here that I've learned about recently called Psychology Today. Apparently, you can look for a therapist in your zip code and then look for a specific type of therapist that might suit your personal needs. So jot that one down if uh, you happen to be in the market. And finally, and these are things you can share with others too, whether it be for grief or shame related to personal finance or just for the loss of a loved one, which is obviously far worse. Uh, the final one I want to share with everybody is called griefshare.org. 
you can load your zip code in there, find a group near you. These are highly important tools for getting through tough times, whether it be related to money, which is not as serious, uh, but can be serious. I mean, with regard to some of these frauds, people have taken their lives as a result of sending their life savings overseas. So this is a pretty serious thing and it needs to be given the professional help that would be given to if suddenly you lost an arm in an accident. The difference there is that's a visible, that's a visible injury. Whereas losing a ton of money due to a scam, being swindled out of your life savings, that's more emotional and mental. And I think it needs to be addressed just as much as anything else. These are the things that I'm talking about with my clients. If you would like to consider speaking with me about potentially coaching you on anything that you might be dealing with, you know where to go. Just click the, my Calendly link below and we can set up a free consultation anytime at your convenience. Uh, another story that came out, these, these romance scams, right? They're everywhere. A Texas resident jailed for role in $2.2 million romance business email scam. So we now have described what a business email compromise is, but let's look at this romance scam. A resident of Houston, Texas has been sentenced to over seven years in jail for his role in business, rather his role in romance and business scams that netted over $2.2 million in illicit proceeds. I'm not going to go with his name. Let's go with his uh, alias. David Harrison stood before U.S. District Judge Robert Pittman this week and was sentenced to 87 months in prison and ordered to pay back just over $865,000 in restitution. I'm sure he's good for it, folks. According to the U.S. Department of Justice, a 29-year-old has been embroiled in romance and business email compromise schemes since approximately 2015. Romance scams will often begin with the creation of fake profiles on social media and dating apps. Predators will target individuals and will try to establish trust with their victim who believes they are a potential romantic partner. Requests for money soon follow for fake reasons, a need for credit, a medical emergency, or in 10 years in order, or in, re, or in recent years, in order to join a time sensitive and lucrative financial opportunity. However, once a vulnerable person has no money left to give, the scam artist vanishes. Shocking. It continues here. BEC schemes take a different road. Organizations, large and small, are fished, and employees, such as those in accounts or HR, are duped into believing they are being emailed by other staff, including executives and business leaders. And this can be done with something as simple as changing the letter I to a number one. And because we're all so busy in the corporate world, no one happens to notice. And that's why it works. And that's why there's an enormous incentive for people to do it. Don't forget to smash the likes for those who are just tuning in. And uh, we'll keep it going here. DB continuing. What does he have to say in the live chat? Will high-yield crypto staking schemes do the same? Referral bonuses rope people in. This is a phenomenal question. Thank you, DB. I have been worried about this for quite some time, and I even spoke with former co-host John's father-in-law recently because he was talking about how excited he is with DeFi and how much interest he can make on his crypto. 
And, you know, sure, innovation changes the way we do things, but people really don't change. And from my studies as a certified fraud examiner, anytime someone's guaranteeing a much higher rate of return than can be offered anywhere else, it's a red flag. And this is something that Harry Markopoulos talked about with regard to Bernie Madoff. When Madoff was offering or guaranteeing, hey, you go with Madoff, you make 12% guaranteed. It was only in the downturn of the 2008 financial crisis that finally the tide went out. He couldn't get any more new investors. Uh, Falcone from Home Depot wouldn't invest with him famously. And that's when we all discovered that Bernie Madoff is running a Ponzi scheme. He recently died, I think, uh, here in 2021. And uh, I guess now he has all the answers. But what a tragedy. I mean, lost both sons, one to suicide, one to cancer. I, I assume his former wife is still alive somewhere. But it all started with promising much higher returns than could be earned anywhere else in the market. So thanks for that question, DB. Yes, I am concerned about the cryptos and the staking and the promised returns. I personally don't have any. I think crypto is already dangerous enough, so I don't feel like I need to take that much extra risk. Let's see what Larzy has to say. Thoughts on the current state of the housing market? I think it's an enormous bubble, but what I think doesn't really matter, right? We now have learned over the last five years, the last 10, the last, what, since 2009, that uh, the market can stay irrational longer than you can stay solvent. I thought we needed to go down much further after the 2008 financial crisis. But we bottomed in March of 09. The Fed came to the rescue. And now we have artificially low interest rates for over a decade. We have QE infinity. And it's pretty clear that until history is written, whether it be a decade or 100 years from now, that we don't know when this market's going to top out. And when then when you throw in COVID and the artificial discontinuation of production of everyday goods that are needed to build a home, we have no idea where this market is going to top off, top out, especially when you're talking about New York, LA, Washington, DC. Uh, personally, I'm benefiting here in the Northern Virginia area from watching the ever-growing appreciation of my own home. And I've kind of told my wife, look, when we hit a certain number, I'm ready to walk away. I don't care if it keeps going up. I would rather move out to West Virginia and be able to live the life I'd like to live and uh, do it with no concern about the housing market. You know, when you own your home outright and there's no mortgage on it, there's no bank that can foreclose on it. So there's a certain amount of peace of mind that comes with living in a situation like that versus the vast majority of Americans who have a 30-year mortgage on their home. So I don't know what's going to happen, Larzy, but uh, I think it all comes down to an individual decision. And if certainly if you're leaving a high cost of living area for a low cost of living area, then I think that's a no-brainer. You know, you sell your house high, you go out and buy something that might be too high for that area, but you can pay cash 
and pay it off and not have to get a mortgage. All right, well, it's time to take a break. Let me see if I can log into calls while we're on the break. And uh, when we come back, maybe we'll try to take some calls. All right, I'll check in with you in a minute. Are you feeling a pain related to money? Would you like some help with that? If so, I'd love to be your money coach. Simply head over to my calendar by clicking the Schedule Now link below. Set up your free consultation to see if we can work together to meet your needs. We'll discuss your personal situation and goals without any judgment. When you're ready to apply what you're learning on my show, then come check out philipkennedy.com. All right, so bear bear with me here, folks. We're gonna thank you for calling Colin Studios host we're and call screener log. Log into my call, Please then enter I'll put your my show number. or meeting number and press pound. See, you're getting a you're getting a live look at what goes on behind the scenes here. So I'm gonna log in, and then we'll take some calls and see what's going on with you guys. Uh, let's see here. We'll make sure that uh, auto screen is enabled. You did not enter a number. Goodbye. Oh darn. We'll have to try again here. All right, well, well, instead of doing that, we'll go check out the next article I had. This one's called Americans Lost Almost $30 billion to Phone Scams Over the Past Year. So I can't believe this. Apparently, one in three Americans fall victim to phone scams. That, that's got to be like people just, you know, willing to have a conversation. But according to this article, Americans lost a record $29.8 billion over the past year, according to a new report. This is almost three times the estimated loss in 2019. This research published by the True Caller found that one in three Americans fall victim to phone scams. This means nearly 50, what, 60 million Americans have lost money from calls pretending to be the IRS or from a company inquiring about an expiring vehicle warranty. Man, that's a lot. The show, the results show that the, um, the amount of money lost by each victim also rose. The average victim loss was $502, a stark increase compared to the 351 bucks the year before. That is a big increase. That's that's enormous. That's terrible. Among those who've been victims of a phone scam, nearly 60% were men, uh, just over 38% were women. So uh, the men falling victim to this more often than the women getting duped. That's really uh, that's really sad that anybody gets duped. And uh, it's, it's just incredible that this is a thing, right? It wouldn't be a thing if it didn't work. People obviously are willing to put this much time into phone scams because they work and they know it's a numbers game. They know if they set up their call center over in India and they make a certain number of calls that they're going to hit a certain target of income and that's why they do it and they know it works. So why not? Just like the romance scams and the business email compromise, it's a numbers game. They just have to keep at it day after day after day and it's more lucrative than getting a real job. So as long as you're willing to Put aside your conscience and not care about the hardworking people that you're ripping off, then it's probably a great way to make a living. And all you have to really worry about is eventually getting raided, which sometimes they do. There was a story several months ago about a 
call center in India that did indeed get raided and everyone was taken down. And uh, I don't know how much of the stolen proceeds was returned, but according to Frank Abagnale, who was depicted in the movie Catch Me If You Can, he's still now a consultant and uh, works on frauds, embezzlements, forgeries, things like that. He's like, really, at the end of the day, so little is ever returned to victims of fraud that it really comes down to prevention. And that's really the whole basis of Kennedy Financial and now the Phil Kennedy Show is to protect the viewer and listener from frauds. Frauds like fiat money or credit cards or timeshares or even worse, getting you more educated about the other common frauds out there. So not only can you protect yourself, but you can also talk about these frauds with and swindles with the elderly, your grandparents, people who could become a victim in the months and years to come. So the final thing I want to talk about is my ongoing blog. For those who've signed up on my email list, you get this every week. But I just want to remind you that you can go over to philipkennedy.com. That's philip with one L, kennedy.com, and check out my blog anytime. The recent article I wrote about was $500 won't change your life. And I don't know if I brought this up last week, but I just want to share it again because everyone's all excited. Free money is going out. It's going to start arriving on July 15th. We're all waiting with bated breath for those of us who have children. And I just wanted to read this article for you in case you didn't get my email. I wrote this uh, over the weekend, uh, five days ago or so, and I published it on Monday. I wrote, yesterday I received a letter from the IRS and President Biden himself signed it. The president wrote to let me know that beginning on July 15th, my family will receive $500 a month. Today I'm writing to tell you, and this is in quotes, this part, this is what was in the letter. Today I'm writing to tell you about another important economic benefit of the American Rescue Plan, an expanded child tax credit that will provide needed tax relief to almost all working families with children in our nation. For 2021, most families with kids will get a relief payment of up to $3,000 for each child between 6 and 17 years old and up to $3,600 for every child under 6. Now, these are my words. I've never been one to turn down free money, but we need to be honest about these payments. For many Americans, $500 isn't going to be a life-changing sum in an economy that's witnessing staggering price increases on everyday goods and services. If we're frank about the American Rescue Plan, it's just Washington Washington's attempt to look like they're helping. You can go on and read that if you'd like over on my website and uh, bookmark that so you can see the blogs that I'm continuing to put out each and every week. And I'll do another one while I'm on the road. So don't worry, I'll find another topic to write about. I'm sure just traveling down 95 will give me plenty of material, especially once we get to south of the border. My wife says we have to go in there. So I'm sure there'll be some sort of money lesson that I can share with all of you after that experience. But the reality is these payments in the long run aren't going to do anything to help ordinary Americans, because if everybody gets them, the laws of economics in the United States apply just like they do everywhere else. We're going to continue to see the price on things we all need to buy increase. I kicked off the show talking about how I had to go to the auto repair place to get an inspection, get the tires rotated and get an oil change. 
those prices never go down. They only go up. And if you go to your favorite fast food restaurant and you notice this, mine happened to be Chick-fil-A, over the course of like weeks, not months, I would order the exact same thing and I would watch it go up 10 cents, another 5 cents, 25 cents. Before you know it, without even paying attention, your everyday items that you like are going up by 10 and 20% or more. Some items, lumber 100%. So $500 might get you through this week or this month, but next year $500 won't mean the same thing. And that's why if you ever asked your grandparents what their mortgage payment was by the time they finished paying it, it was probably what your current car payment was at the time. And this is what happens. Eventually, what you and I are paying as our mortgage is going to sound like the price of your monthly payment on your first car. That's what's going to happen over time. And so we need to continue to protect ourselves. We do that with the baby steps, getting uh, an emergency fund going, a small one, a thousand bucks. You then use the debt snowball to get out of debt. You build a three to six month emergency fund. And from that point, you start investing, saving up for college if you have a kid in college and uh, working to pay off the house. If you want to talk about these things, I'm here. You can hit my Calendly link in the description box below in the show notes page. And I'm free pretty much uh, anytime after next week. Like I said, I'm going to Florida. I'll have lots of stories about that. My son has even started a little YouTube channel. It is unlisted because we don't want to ha have him endure some of the negative comments that I've seen over the years. But uh, we're, you know, glad to um, get him in this space where he can start talking about the things he likes. It's important to be able to talk about the things that are important to you. And it's a skill that like writing and reading and arithmetic, I think falls by the wayside, especially in our public schools. All right. Last question from dope lunchboxes. Dope is asking Phil, I'm not getting notified when you post. I'm wondering if that's on YouTube or if you're not on my email list, if you're not on my email list, dope, Go over to philipwith1lkennedy.com and up in the top right corner, there's a place where you can, uh, I think on the homepage maybe. Yeah, go to the homepage and uh, give me your email address and I will be glad to get my weekly email in your inbox. And also, that's where you can sign up for your free consultation. Well, that's really all I got. Thanks for everyone for tuning in live on this Saturday night. Thanks for smashing the likes. Uh, give me a thumbs up. Don't forget to download the show on iTunes, Stitcher. We're located there. And uh, next week, I'll make sure the calls are ready. I'm glad everybody got to get a peek behind the scenes tonight. Oh, and uh, if you're religious, give the Kennedy family some prayers for our long drive down to Florida. All right. See you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Phil Kennedy Show. For more, you can watch the show live on YouTube or listen on iTunes. If you would like to speak with Phil, then click the Schedule Now link in the show notes. If you enjoyed The Phil Kennedy Show, then be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes.